Hi, I'm Kristen, and I'm the owner of L. James Bridal. I spend my days helping brides find their wedding dress, and during my time with them, I always find myself sharing tips and resources to help eliminate some of their stress. What I quickly learned is that a lot of wedding planning stress comes from the unknown. How are you supposed to plan a wedding when you've never done it before? I'm here to help. I'll be chatting with wedding professionals, asking them questions you may not even think to ask. I hope to educate you on all the things weddings so that you can go through your engagement season feeling prepared and confident. I'm your host, Kristen, and this is the Prepared Bride, a wedding podcast. Hello. How's everyone doing? I hope you're well and wedding planning is going great. I am personally recovering from the flu and bronchitis. And I know a lot of crud is going around, so I'm hoping it has stayed far away from you. I um, am also pregnant. Surprise! (laughs) So, for you loyal listeners who have been asking me where my next uh, episode is, I am very sorry for the inconsistent posting, but pregnancy plus two kids in a business has just been a lot. So I'm here now though, and I'm happy to be here. If you are new here, welcome to the Prepare Brad podcast. We are excited to have you. I have designed this podcast as a resource so you can really look at each episode to see what aspect of the wedding you will learn about before you um, dive in. And so this is really perfect for newly engaged brides. So if you have friends about to get engaged, I would love for you to share this. If you yourself just got engaged. Um, What's really cool is that each episode isn't just randomly about wedding stuff. It's truly personalized to the title of each episode. So you can really dive into um, a certain topic like right before your vendor meeting or if there's one aspect of your wedding that's really stressing you out, you can go straight to that one. But they're all really great. So I highly recommend you going through all of them. So many of you have gone into your vendor meetings after listening to an episode on the podcast and they've, those vendors have called or texted me after your meeting saying how refreshing it was that you already knew um, the majority of stuff that they would have had to educate you on. And so you really got to like get into the nitty gritty of the meeting a lot faster because they weren't spending time doing that, which they don't ever mind doing, but it's always so refreshing when you have a really well-educated bride. And that's exactly why I made this podcast. And it makes my heart so happy every time I have a vendor call or text me about it. So thank you all for listening. I'm so glad it's helping you. I hope you know, as I say, that it just makes your entire engagement process more fun and less stressful because that's at the end of the day why I created it. So today I sit down with a vendor who I would say majority of brides want but often leave off. It's also one of the two vendors I always have brides say they wish they would have hired after their wedding and that is a wedding videographer. I think people decide to forego a videographer for two reasons. One is cost and not understanding why it's so expensive. So you don't really see it as worth it. And then in addition to that, number two would be that it's a video and you can't, it's not something you can hang in your house or, you know, use as your profile picture. So you don't really think that you'll get that much use out of it. 
So in this episode, a lot of the conversation is kind of breaking down those two aspects and talking about like why the cost is what it is. How will you use a video? How is the video actually completely different from a photographer? And why do you need both? It's It was a really fun conversation. Um, and today I sit down with Reagan of Outland Stories. I personally worked with Reagan. She's done work for L James. And she also started her business around the same time that I started L James. So it's been really fun to kind of grow with her and watch her growth alongside L James growth. I can just tell you firsthand, she over delivers every single time. I always know that whatever she does for us is going to be great. But as like a fellow creative, I always have like something in my mind that I'm like, it has to be this. And she leaves me speechless every time. Like it's always as good as I think. And then times it by a, a million kajillion and it gives me chill bumps. And she just over delivers every time. She's so, so good at what she does. And so I'm really excited for you to hear from Reagan. If you aren't familiar with her, I highly recommend you go to her um, Instagram and website. She shares all of that so you can find her in this episode. But she is just such a talent. Um, so let's get into the conversation. Enjoy. Welcome. Thank you, Thank you for joining us today during you. your busy season of life. Yes. Um, I want to start out for, for those of our listeners that aren't familiar with Outland Stories. Tell them about your business and about yourself. Okay. So my name is Reagan Thomas. Um, I own Outland Stories. I've been doing it about seven and a half years. It kind of started when I was in college. I was a junior and my roommate at the time did not have a wedding videographer. She was getting married. She was like a missionary kid. So their budget wasn't super huge. And of course, on a whim, I was like, well, let me try it. I'll do it for free. And I just borrowed a camera and I just, I don't know why. I just thought it would be fun. And then as soon as I posted the video, I had people messaging like, all right, send me your packages. And I was like, right. Yeah. Let me get those together <laughs> for you. This is real. So, um, and it's funny. I remember actually calling my dad after that wedding because I didn't really love my the degree I was in, but I was kind of too late to change. I remember calling yeah. him after. I was like, I think I might have found what I really like doing. Um, that was seven and a half years ago. So um, I was super fortunate that I got into it at that time. I absolutely love it. Now I um, am married myself about three years. I have a one and a half year old and I do this full time. Amazing. Yeah. What were you studying? Elementary ed. No way. <laughs> wow. Very <laughs> with different. Like, I know it's wild. I um, I had like gone into college with one degree and then I had a professor scare me. So I was like, maybe I'll do special education. I always had a passion for that. And mm -hmm. then they were like, well, if you do that, you have to stay even longer. And I was like, okay, well, let me just drop the special part. And then I kind of got stuck with, by the time I got to the end of it, it was like, you're too, I, it would have been too long to like yeah. stay anymore. I, it was wild. So I yeah, just finished it out with no desire to actually do it, which yeah. worked out perfect because then junior year outlines start by my senior year. I was student teaching and shooting weddings on the weekend wow. and was just, yeah. Where did you go to school? Mississippi College. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Have you always had a creative side? Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like super young age, all of the career tests that, you know, they make you take in like as a kid in high school, they were always like, you probably should be an entrepreneur. Like never loved working for other people you know, growing up all the arts and crafts. I guess one of the reasons I even agreed to do that video is when I was in college, I also worked at a church and I was their youth intern. So I would make like really gooby videos for like the, you know, the youth group Wednesday night thing. So I'd kind of had already like liked doing that kind of stuff. So I guess that this part of why I agreed to do yeah. it. But yeah. 
Definitely. That is great. And you just taught yourself how to edit? Or- yes. Okay. It's all self-taught. That's amazing. Which is, I, I always tell people, I'm like, I feel like, and whenever you're self-taught, it almost makes you feel like, not like a fraud, but like, mm-hmm. like, oh, like if anybody saw how I really did this, they would not think it's real. But it is. I mean, I think everybody kind of, from what I've learned in the video business, like most people have taught themselves and we're all just yeah. kind of like winging it. I find for me, at least anything dealing with technology or from a creative side too, if I don't teach myself yeah. a certain amount, I'm never going to like fully be able to like drench myself into yeah, it for and sure. do it to the best of my ability. Yes. So I think that makes sense. Even and it's, I mean, it's so funny. Like even if there's something I want to learn how to do, if you type it in on YouTube, it's like there's 10 different people who do the same thing, 10 different ways. So there really is no like right or wrong way to yeah. do something. It's just, you kind of figure it out for yourself and yeah. And do you have anybody that works for you? Is this a solo gig? It's kind of a solo gig. I um, I take a lot of pride in what I do, and I'm super picky about the way my videos look, the way I edit. I have a very particular style that I'm like just very – I've had a really hard time trusting any the editing process. People always tell me if I like hired more people that I could, you know, make more or do more, and I'm like, I just don't – I like being small. I like only taking, you know, a certain amount of weddings. I like doing them really well. I do hire like people to come help me on the wedding days. And I do have some people who will like second shoot with me, but I always edit. I'm very particular about that. Yeah. So I don't, maybe one day, maybe one day I'll get brave yeah. and hire someone else, but I really do love doing it's it myself. Hard. Yeah, Even it from is. my side, it's just really hard. It, it's when you've put so yes, much into like it, I get it. It's you, it's your business, it's your brand. And it's like you, you, I don't know, someone else can't put that into it. Like you can, you know, right. It's a passion project. Too, yeah, not for sure. Job. For sure. Tell me a little bit about how videographers, like in general, I know everybody's a little bit different, but if yeah. somebody's looking to hire a videographer, is there kind of an estimate price-wise, like what they can expect? If you had to say a low range to a high range yes. in Mississippi, what would that be? It's interesting, Mississippi. It's definitely growing. So I feel like when I started, I'm charging like, this was like seven years ago and I'm like nervous, charging like $200, which looking back, I'm like, whoa, what were you doing? Just trying to get experience. Um but I would say now the lower range, I've seen people charging, and this obviously would be on the budget side, probably around fifteen to twenty five hundred. I would say more like mid range, three to five, and then more like luxury, like five plus. Okay. Um, but I would definitely do your research if like if they're looking about like I would it's worth the money to have someone who knows what they're doing, who's gonna know how to back up your footage, know how to be organized on a wedding day, know how to be there and not be like a distraction. It's cause video equipment can get very clunky and lots of stuff added. So those, those, all those things go into what makes like the price of a person. Interesting. Um, would you say that there are normally like, do most people have packages? And if so, how does that work? I think so. Um, I can, I can't speak for a ton of other videographers cause I don't, everyone's different, but for me, like I, I offer three packages. Um, I have kind of like what I call like my basic package where, you know, we're just there for about eight hours. You just get your wedding video. You just get the full ceremony edit. And it's kind of just like, if you're on a budget, but you really want it captured well, like that's your package. Our most popular two are probably our top two. Our middle package, we go up to 10 hours. We, you get a full ceremony edit. And then I also include a one minute like teaser that usually comes out like a week or two after your wedding, which is really fun because a whole wedding video can take, you know, three to four months to actually put together. So that little teaser is really fun. That's kind of a big draw for a lot of people. And then in our top package, we include the rehearsal dinner, which amazing. Not everyone. I mean, in the South, most people do their speeches at the rehearsal dinner. That's not the case everywhere. 
But um, in my experience, most people do speeches at night. So then you can include speeches in your video and have like all of those moments captured and you get all of that as well. So that's kind of how our packages work. Yeah. I love those packages. That's yeah. broken down really well. Yeah. So from the time your wedding is to the time you get your video, it can be anywhere from three to four months. That's what I have in my contract. Okay. Um, generally, it's quicker than that for me. Um, but I like to have that in there because some wedding seasons can be very busy or things right. can happen and you don't want to. Ha- I don't like to overpromise and underdeliver. I'd rather it be like the opposite. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, three months is in my contract. It's usually less than that, but the teaser usually comes out like a week or two after. I'm usually very That's excited so to get fun. working on it. And... Uh, we love being tagged in those oh because gosh, they're so them. much fun to watch. <laughs> and like, we're one of the only vendors that works with the bride a lot. We get to yeah. know her on a very personal level. Yeah. But then we're not on wedding day, so we don't get yeah. to see any of it. So yeah. then when you tag us in something, we're like, we literally get here in the morning. We all like oh, gather that's around so our friends to watch that. it because we just like love it so much. Oh, those are my favorite too. Just like the moms helping them zip their dress up and yes. like bridesmaid reveals and just like all of that. It's so Yeah. Fun. How long does it take for like a full video that they get like after the th- two, three months, whatever? How many hours would you guess that you put oh, into Lord. that video? Um, a lot. Um, believe it or not, like the a, a really big chunk of the time is spent just looking for music to fit the couple. Oh. Um, I have in the contract that I pick music just because there's like licensing issues and things like that. But it's like, for me, that's what makes it. And um, it's just like, I can spend days just listening to different songs on these websites, trying to find something to license that I feel like matches and fits the vibe and is cinematic, but not cheesy. And like, so that takes a long, I don't, hour wise, I couldn't even tell you a lot, a long, a lot of hours. Yeah. A lot. It takes me so long to pick stupid music for an and Instagram. And you have to think, I mean, we're so shooting I can't like imagine. for 10, 12 hours straight. That is a lot of footage to go through. And I do, right. I go through all of it. Like, yeah. Cause you never, sometimes you capture things that you don't even realize. I mean, you're looking for, face reactions and like emotional moments and like cute little things. Like it's, yeah. it's a lot to go through. Yeah. I, can't I think imagine. people don't always, that's also what goes into the price of it is like, it's a lot of work. Exactly. Like you see them on the day of, and I try to always explain to our brides that will come in and I'll say like, okay, I see you have a photographer. Like, are y'all doing a videographer? Just yeah. ask conversation and get to know like them and who they're working with, yeah. who their wedding team is. And a lot of times they say like, oh, I really want a videographer. I just don't know if I can like make it in my budget. Yeah. And that is probably that. And then a wedding planner are the two things on the back end that I hear brides come in and say, I really wish I would have done yeah. this. And I always explain like it yeah. is this much because they're there not only shooting with their yeah. equipment and how much the equipment costs, but all the hours it takes to put those videos together. Yeah. And then when they really sit down and think about it, Oh, I get yeah. it. Like it's literally a movie of my wedding It is. Day. That's so funny you say that because that's one of the things that I was thinking about saying before even coming in is like in my experience of just talking to friends and people, you know, just in general, like videographer is usually the last thing on people's budget that they can squeeze in. But mm-hmm. when talking to them after, it's the number one thing that they regret not mm-hmm. doing because mm-hmm. it's unless you get married, you don't know. But the amount of adrenaline you have on that day, like most people, by the end of their day, they're like, I have no idea what happened today. I don't remember anything. Like it went by so fast. It's just a blur, so much emotion and it's so fun. But like, I have people tell me all the time, like they are so thankful that we were there because it's like uh, just being able to capture like the look on people's faces and like mm-hmm. first dances and just like all of those things that you just don't remember. Like it's really special to yeah. be able to have all that to look back on when you don't remember it. You yeah, know? for sure. Like i kind of remember our rehearsal dinner, but there were so many speeches and like we had a big wedding party and we had 
my husband and I's families are not from here. Yeah. And so we had people from all over that came. So to have footage of them and then like my grandmother passed like yeah. a few years ago and she, there's a picture of her being walked down the aisle and like yeah. to get to see her in the video yeah. and then listen to speeches back. Like we watch that more than we ever sit through and like click through our pictures. Right. So it's, it's easier it's, to watch a, you know, 10 minute video than it is go through, you know, a thousand. For sure. Yeah. And, and you get more of the feel, not to say that photos aren't important because they definitely are, but yeah. it's just, it's different. You can't, they're not like, it's not like one or the other. They're there for very different purposes. You know, that is such a good way to say that. Yeah. I totally, totally agree. Which I think is why things like TikTok versus like a still Instagram right. versus a reel and a story all feel different. They yeah. all ser- serve different purposes. Yeah. But they all work to create whether it's for a business or whatever, right. a different feel, um, right. and give different information, which is really cool. Let's go back to rehearsal dinner. Okay. If somebody were to, I mean, is there like wiggle room on the, like if they just want like a hard copy of their ceremony and then they want their rehearsal dinner, is that something y'all offer? Is that just hard to do? Cause it's how like, does that like work? getting like the whole, all the speeches uh-huh. and that is included in our top package, Okay, um, which is why our top package is, it costs more because it's the editing of, you know, hours of speeches exported, uh-huh. um, uh-huh. ceremony. That's why that's all included in that top package. Cause yeah. the speeches are in the video, but uh-huh. they're also, you get a hard copy of all the speeches. Yeah. Together. If somebody maybe didn't have the budget yeah. for the day of, and they just wanted rehearsal dinner. Is that something you offer? Or do videographers um, do that? I'm sure there are. That's not generally yeah. something we do. Because I try to only book one project per weekend just to not spread myself out too soon. So if we're going to book one project, we would prefer it obviously to be a full wedding. But um, if we weren't booked that weekend, I'm sure we would be, you know, open to just doing the rehearsal dinner. Right. And videographers, another thing to think about, because a lot of times that's like one of the last things my Mm -hmm. girls like reach out about. And then they're like, oh, my favorite person's already booked. It's like, well, why did you not reach out to them at the same time as the photographer? You know, because once they're booked, they're booked. Mm -hmm. So for those listening, that's just something to keep in mind. If you really like someone, you know, they're usually only one person. Like there's only Mm -hmm. so much that, you know, one person can take on and do. And so, yeah, definitely reach out early. Yeah. You mentioned there was like a set number of weddings you do per year. About how many would that be? It really depends on what's going on that year. So obviously I had a baby a year and a half ago. And so that year I only took like 10 to 12. Um, This this past year I took more closer to 20, um, which was a lot. I loved it. But next year I'm hoping not to take that many just because it's, you know, taking care of a toddler all the time, plus editing, you know, I have to get up, edit yeah. before she wakes up and after she oh goes to gosh. bed. It was just a lot. Um, yeah. Love the job, but also love my family. So yeah. probably anywhere from like the 10 to 15 range next year, just depending on how yeah. you know, bookings go. And yeah. Yeah. Because I just can't imagine all the editing that goes yeah. on. Yeah. Which, you know, it's that crazy. doesn't sound like a ton on paper, you know, 10 to 15. But when you look at the amount of hours and then plus the full that's 10 to 15 Saturdays Mm -hmm. of your whole year. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it adds up. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a favorite part of the wedding day to shoot? Ooh, okay. Let me think. Um, Yes, I actually really love shooting details, Mm. believe it or not. I think it's because it's part of the day. Like a lot of the wedding day is just running around like capturing moments, which is fun. But like when you are doing all of the detail shots and the getting ready moments, that's when you have the most time to like be creative and compose shots and lay out pretty flat lays and hang up the dress and, you know, blowing veils and rings. And it's, 
it's usually just a town like me and the photographer are just hanging out, like being creative, putting up cool things. So that's really fun to edit. First looks always get me. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. My I love gosh. it. Like, and the, oh, the father daughter dance, I cry every time, especially mm-hmm. having a daughter now. Like you would think I'd be Doesn't like, make a difference. It's you like, would oh. think that, yeah, that I would be like, you know, like immune to it now, but no, it, I still do. I cry like almost every wedding yeah. issue. <laughs> That's just like for us, like when girls say yes to their dress, like yeah. it's still, or even just like you put it on there. Sometimes girls aren't even like clipped into a dress. It's literally hanging on them and you yeah. see the look on their face yeah. and you're like, <gasps> like it gives us chill bumps. Like, like you just so does It never gets old. No, it really I love it. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit more about the first look. How does that work? Yes. My husband and I were really nervous about the first look just because like, he was like, are there going to be cameras in our face? Do I have to wear a mic? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So I obviously talked to the couple ahead of time to see what they're comfortable with. Elizabeth, who works here, I shot her yeah. wedding and yeah. they, they personally wanted a very private first look. So they had no mics on or anything. We were pretty far away and we just shot it from afar and it was still super sweet. They were in a really pretty like flower field. Um, I loved it. And then, so it's really just what they're comfortable, comfortable with. I would say most of them, um, it's usually me and I'm shooting on the groom's face and I have a second shooter with me who's usually pointing on the bride's face. I do have a mic on the groom, but it's very discreet. Um, it's not like it's only recording to that mm-hmm. device. Mm-hmm. And we, tr- I mean, like we just let the moment happen. I, I, I don't really like You're when not up in there. We're not trying to like be like, okay, now smile, now hug her, now do this. Like it's very much letting the moment happen naturally. Try to you know stay out of it as much as you can. I love that. And yeah, so. I love first looks. It really makes the day go smoothly, but I've actually seen a pretty big like rise in people going back to the more traditional, like, I guess, way of doing it lately yeah. where they wait until the coming down the aisle, which is also really sweet. Yeah. How does that change the day as far as video goes? Um, yeah, it does change the day. It, it depends on your priorities. Like for okay. some people that is like very important to them that they yeah. only like that, that the groom sees her just as she's going down the aisle. For the first time. If you do that, that is super sweet. I love it. But it does make it very rushed after. Like if you do the first look before, we have lots of time for the photographer to get her shots, for me to get my video shots, the movement, the all that kind of stuff. Um, afterwards, then you have to do all family photos first, all, you know, mm-hmm. bridal party first and then couples last. And then at that point, they're usually ready to get to the reception, which. Right. So it, it can kind of push the reception back a bit. Um, I mean, it's been fine every time we've done it. It, it just yeah. makes it a little more stressful for that few minutes. But for some yeah. people, that's worth it to have that moment. That moment. Yeah, that's so sweet. Do you, how does it work when like brides getting ready, grooms getting ready? Is it normally like a second shooter's one place and you're the other place? Yeah, how does and that a lot work? of times I'm bouncing back and forth, right. you know, um, we'll do the brides for a minute and get, you know, if she wants to read a letter, we'll do that. We'll get some getting ready shots. And then while they're, you know, just like hanging out, we'll bounce over to the guys for a little bit. Usually they're at the same place. Sometimes I send a second shooter. Um, it's all kind of the stuff we like. Whenever I have a phone call with them before mm-hmm. a couple months before the wedding day, we usually line up like that kind of stuff. Yeah. From a vendor standpoint, do you see girls not hiring? Like maybe they've hired you, but then they've yeah. like not hired another vendor. Do you see that affecting the wedding day at oh all? Oh my gosh. Yes. So who should they be hiring? That's a wedding planner yeah. or a coordinator at the, at the bare minimum, a wedding day, like a day of coordinator. Yeah. Like even if you don't have someone planning the whole day, like having someone there whose designated job is to know where things are supposed to go, who's supposed to be where directing, you know, the timeline of the day, like 
getting everyone together at the end of the night for the exit, like mm-hmm. having someone there to do all that. Cause I've seen people who don't have that and, and it falls on the bride. Mm-hmm. The bride is the one who ends up people asking her. And then you can just see, see the look on her face all day, like stressed out, like just not enjoying it, feeling like they have to have all the answers. Like yeah. it's, it's not worth it to, to do, try to do that yourself. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. And then from a van- vendor standpoint, you're probably like, I don't want to ask her when the leave is going to be, but I want to make sure I'm there yeah. and I'm not like on the dance floor yes, seeing. It, it affects yeah. all the other vendors too because, yeah. you know, then it puts a lot of times the the role of that, like a lot of times will fall on the bride, but it also will fall on us too. Like, cause if there's no one there to wrangle everyone together for the exit, I believe then we're the ones doing it. If there's yeah. no one setting this up, then we're the ones doing it. So it, it yeah, it, it I makes a big curious. difference. I don't know that I've ever <laughs> asked a vendor that. Just yeah. Not. That's really what I was asking. Yeah. Is an event planner that important? And just from a vendor side, it's even helpful for them. Like, I yeah. know, I think some places now won't even let you have a wedding there unless you have a court. I'm sure that would be it smart. Makes a big that difference. Would be very like, smart. who's supposed to clean up? Is Brad yeah. supposed to come back and help yeah. clean up? You right. Know? Yeah. And then from. I mean, from just our standpoint, when we have a bride come and pick up and we're like, how's wedding planning going? So excited for you to yeah. see your dress. And if she's like, oh, it's fine. I'm so stressed. Majority, 99.9% of the time, yeah. I'll say, well, who's helping you? And they'll say, we're doing it ourselves. And that's my biggest regret. But yeah. that point, they're like kind of thinking of a day of, but then everybody's already booked. Yeah. So yeah. we always try to tell our brides, have somebody just... And not like a family friend, not someone, someone yeah. who has experience. They have to know all to the things. It. Yeah. 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 That's so interesting. They have to know. Yeah. Do you, are there, I guess you work really closely with mm-hmm. photographers yes. and just the other vendors. Yeah. Is there from like a flow of the day, a difference in like when you start versus the photographer, how does that flow go? Well, I usually start around the same time as a photographer. I would okay. say like, it's kind of industry standard. Like most people shoot about a 10 hour wedding day. Like that's mm-hmm. usually the, um, I guess the amount of hours included Yeah, eight, sometimes, sometimes 12, but it's, I would say most of the time it's 10. So we're usually there around the same time. Um, and you just work together yeah, all day. I really do try to make an effort to be friends with the photographer. I, I know that there are sometimes videographers have kind of a bad rep. There are some people out there who are not super organized or who try to take up too much time but it's super important to be friends with the photographer, to be friendly in front of the couple, um, uh-huh. in front of the family, like to work together really well and like understand that like we're not even just there to work together. Like we can work, like we can actually work well together. Like we can benefit each other. There's a mm-hmm. lot of times like at the end of the day, the photographer's like, oh, well, we wouldn't have even done a shot like that if you hadn't done this kind of movement or like and vice versa and, you know, using lights that each other can can be something that works really well together if you come into it open-minded and like I try to reach out to the photographers ahead of time and that's all that's something to think about when hiring people too like yeah seeing how they work well with other other vendors yeah so for girls that have hired videographers and they have a photographer I know and they have an event planner I know normally like the event planner will do the day of timeline is Mm -hmm. that right but then the photographer kind of has their timeline do you just kind of fit in with that Mm -hmm. okay yeah I usually don't try to make a third timeline because okay I think the cool thing about my job is I'm just there to really just document what I see like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to set up or make a timeline of anything like I'm not just going to do videos of people getting their pictures taken like I'm there to get like moments and so like, as long as I know, I tell my couples, I'm like, if long as I know what time to be there, what the address is and what time I'm leaving, like, I'm just yeah. going to be there and just capture what I see. So yeah. I try to be pretty flexible with that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Awesome. Will you travel? Yes. I have loved traveling. Um, 
pre-COVID, I was all over the country. It was so fun. Really? I do miss doing that. Yes. It was really fun. Um, But then obviously COVID happened and I had a baby, so I don't travel as much. I would say the most I travel now is around like three, four hours. I'll go to Oxford or Fairhope or um, I have one in Missouri in a couple of weeks. It's mostly like Southeast now. Yeah. um, But I do love to travel for it. That's so fun. As far as cost goes for travel, if somebody's getting married yeah. like in Oxford and they have to have you, yeah. what does that look like? Um, I usually charge about like 50 cents per mile traveling both ways, plus like a room before and after the wedding. Gotcha. So I try to keep it. I don't like charge anything outrageous to go over as long as like I'm breaking even on the travel part. Yeah. That's all that matters. There's not like an extra fee just because just they because. look. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Do you love doing Fairhope weddings? That's one of my favorite places. Yes. I have one in March there and I'm mm-hmm. super excited. And it's actually a family. It was really special because they actually, when their daughter got married a few years ago and I just loved working with their family and then they reached back out and their other daughter's getting married. Aww. So it's the same family. Um, and so I'm super excited to see them again. That's the best. And, yeah. Yeah. And you're it's already great. like familiar with them. Yes. So it's just like. Yeah. Some of, one of my favorite couples that I've ever had. And I'm just Aww. like super pumped to see their family again. And yeah. yeah, I'm excited. So cool. Okay. So when your brides are getting like the finished product, yeah. how is that presented to them? Is it just like emailed and it's a link they keep forever? How does that work? Yeah. So I, um, it's a company called VidFlow. So video is so interesting because with photos, obviously you can like print out a photo and you yeah. can like, put it on the wall, but video like, you know, I used to send out like hard drives and things like that, but it's like yeah. people lose those. And also like That's computers me. have changed. Like yeah. not all computers have a, you know, USB drive or this, whatever. So totally. I have switched to, um, it's called VidFlow. It's like a really big, it's kind of like an online gallery, I guess you would say. Okay. But it, um, it stores the videos on there. You have access to it for like 10 years. Um, you can download it from there. I always tell people though, like download it, back it up, like three or four places safe because yeah. it's still the internet. You still never know. Websites could crash, I guess. You know, know. we keep backups of things back, but you know, it's just best yeah. to download it all, back it up. But it, yeah. it presents it like a, um, like a gallery. Okay, cool. So from a storage standpoint, this is actually a personal okay. question, but yeah. I'm sure if there are past brides or brides that have already maybe booked somebody and just yeah. start thinking like, okay, after a wedding, I need to make sure to do this. I have a hard drive of my, or like I have a USB of yeah. mine and then it's saved on like YouTube and Vimeo maybe. Yeah. What would be the best route for me to take? Should I like upload it to where you upload yeah. it? Or I mean, I, you can you back that? it up so many other ways. Um, You can put it on hard drives. You can put it on USBs. Okay. Um, you can even like upload it to the cloud, like on Google Drive or yeah, yeah, um, yeah. something like that. Um, Vimeo, YouTube is good. Okay, and probably be safe there. Yeah, I feel like those you are could do big a enough. gallery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was just that's so yeah. scary to think about that it I could know. just like technology just, like, is that, wonderful, but makes great. me so nervous. And think about how fast things go out. Like things used to be delivered on like DVDs and CDs. Uh, and yeah. Think about those, you know, like in VHSs, like and those are all. So it's good to have it like in multiple places too. Right. It changes. Yeah. So fast. Are there any other, as far as like pack, like obviously you get it like a book from a yeah. photographer. Yeah. Is there any like premium services that you offer? Or is it just the files? It's pretty much the, just the files. Yeah. I, um, there's a couple of companies that I've looked into that you can like 
like an actual delivery of like a book. When you open the book, the video is playing. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of those ordered and to test them out, but the quality wasn't super great. I'm hopeful in the next, you know, as technology gets better and things yeah. come out that it would be cool like, to have something like that um, cool. to offer. But so far, I have not found something yeah, there's that there's a I lot just, of like, Instagram love. ads about those that I've seen. So I was yeah. kind of wondering. When well, I had that. a company email me and they were like, we'd like to send you a free one to try. I'm like, sure, that if that worked out, that'd be awesome. And then I got it and I'm like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. Like when you have a 4K video that's so beautiful and like it's so cool, like, and you put it on a little screen in a book, it is, it's not the Can't same. Can't be. It's yeah, not the same. That's good. It's not the same. Yeah. Just put it on your TV. Because you're a video person, night. are you yeah. very specific about what like TVs and stuff y'all have in your house? No. No. What's so funny, <laughs> my husband, this has kind of been like the ongoing joke between me and a couple other video friends and stuff that I have is like, well, I'm actually not that techie of a person. Really? Like, what I love about my job is editing, storytelling, putting a story together, like making you feel something. Like uh-huh. I could care less about like the model of camera that I'm using or the uh, the software or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't talk tech very well. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not like super into the numbers and the stuff. I just really like editing and yeah. making a really cool That's video and I've just figured it out, you know? Yeah. My husband, I asked that because my husband's like so into like whatever type of TV we have. And I'm like, <laughs> that sounds uh, like my husband. He, whatever. He, um, I, he actually is the one who tells me what to order. He, he, he doesn't does know how to search and stuff. How to like edit or anything, but he mm-hmm. knows what cameras I need. He knows what drones we need, what software I should be using. He's like, okay, so I'll watch this video. Do you want to watch it? I'm like, no, just tell me what it says. Like, yeah. I don't want to like do it. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Don't care. Talk but- to me about drones because Outland Stories. Yes, use we do drones. drones. Okay. Um, that is one thing. My husband is our drone pilot. Um, he is licensed. He took the test, all that stuff. Usually on a wedding day, like if we're flying it, he'll usually drive out, um, fly it for me. Cool. And yeah. So we do do it for weddings, but he's also, you know, available to do like real estate and cool. the drone license kind of covers a lot of things. Yeah. So they, like that drone footage will be included in like their bigger yes. video. Um, I think that's, I need to, um, it's not included in our bottom package, but I'm pretty sure it's included in the top two, as long as it's weather permitting right. and, um, that we're somewhere like legally we can fly. Like we're not like next to an airport or something. Got it. Okay. Weather permitting. How does video change when it's raining? You got to make it work. Okay. You got to make it work. Okay. You just learn to be really flexible. I mean, I've shot, I counted it up the other day. It's like close to 150 weddings, you know, and it's like, you cannot predict like the types of weather. I mean, it's been, I've had ice storms and, you know, snowing and raining and thunder, you know, everything. And you just figure it out. Like, because, you know, at the end of the day, like what's really important is just like the wedding and the couple and their families. And like if that's yeah. captured, like you don't need the big, you know, dramatic shots on the mountains or, uh-huh. you know, like you just need like real moments and that and that's it. Like, yeah, it's it's still super sweet. Yeah. And you're I mean, your job's still at the end of the day to tell the story. Yeah. So if it's and raining, honestly, that's some part of those it. videos have ended up being my favorites because it's like. The couples, you know, they've built it up in their head so much. And then it comes to the wedding and it's raining and you can just tell they're like let down. But then they almost always just like come to be like, you know what? But what's the most important is that I'm getting married to this person. And mm-hmm. it almost has a way of making them be even more present, be even more like oh. excited about getting married. Because it's like, who cares about all this other stuff? Like this is all that matters. And so yeah. I don't even mind when it does that, you know? Yeah. That's so sweet. Yeah, it is. Do you have a favorite place that you've ever shot a wedding? Oh. Yes. My absolute favorite wedding I've ever shot was actually, um, it was in Oregon. It was on the mm. coast, um, on Cannon, like near Cannon beach. And it was just like, it was kind of like a, I wouldn't call it an elopement. It was like, um, like a mini, like an intimate wedding. They just got married, like on the edge of this cliff. And it was so beautiful. 
I just loved just it. Just inlets. It was just shots so and, yeah, yeah. I mean, it so was, cool. Obviously, that's going to be a favorite. But I mean, there's tons of other local places. Like I said, I love Fairhope. I love um, shot one in Seaside. It's beautiful. Uh, yeah, California. Like I've been. It's Arizona was a great. Like I used to travel and I loved it. And so many beautiful places. Um, that's lots of so pretty cool. local places too. Yeah. We're well, lucky. We do yeah, have a lot do. of places. Even if you travel, you know, 30 minutes outside of central Mississippi, yeah. there's some really beautiful yeah. places, which is cool. And new ones popping up all the time. Like mm-hmm. the Reed House at Live Oaks. So Stunning. beautiful. Yeah. Like, just so, so many, many new ones that have come up. There, yeah. Same. Love yeah. it. If you have not shot somewhere before, yes. how does that normally work? Are you just getting there early, kind of to see the lay of the land just, or just make see it what work? happens? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't usually go early. Um, I just, yeah, I usually just show up and that's kind of the fun of it is I love just like not necessarily knowing what's going to happen and just getting to like find spots along the way and just figure it out as we go. And it, that's, I I love doing that. Yeah. That's why I prefer weddings over like more like corporate videos and things like that. Cause it's like, you really never know what you're coming into. Like you don't know what the family dynamics are, what the couples like together, what like Mm -hmm. their family and friends are like, like what the weather's going to be. So there's a, although most weddings are similar, like it's still a lot of just like, we'll just see. Yeah. And we'll just go yeah, with it, you know? For sure. And I love, I love that. I love it. So if somebody's looking to book with you, okay. what does the process look like as far as like meeting you up front yeah. and all the beginning things before um, they book you? So I usually my website is where I get most of my inquiries. Um, I've gotten a lot from Instagram lately. Fill out a contact form. Give me all your information. I'll check and see if we're available. If we're available, I'll send you our package guide. It's just got like an about me page and our prices and what's included and um, some pictures of my family in there, uh, all that fun stuff. And then I have in the past, I've, if a couple wants to meet with me in person before we can like love doing that. I'm also down to FaceTime or just have a phone call before. It just depends on what mm-hmm. they want to do, like how busy their schedule is. You know, if they've got a lot of work, then it's like totally fine. We'll just do a phone call if they want to meet. Would love that. Um, but we always talk before at least a month or two before and just like go over full wedding day, like what they are expecting for their video, what kind of stuff they like and don't like what their music tastes are. Stuff like that. Cool. So do they have a say in the music that you pick for their video? Um, they do have a say. I, I only reason I say that they don't get to pick is because it's mostly licensing. And it's yeah, also, yeah. and I think sometimes people think that they want a certain type of song. And then when they actually see it, like, maybe they don't. Yeah. Um, so I usually um, ask them if there's anything they just like particularly. Hate. Most people kind of like the general thing that we do, which is a little bit slower and more romantic, sweeter on the front end. And then I usually switch it up and have kind of like a fun song at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our general thing. And I, yeah, but if they want something different, like I'm totally open to like having, hearing what kind of styles they like. I've had people send me songs before that if you can find something similar to this, they want something like that. Got it. So yeah. Okay. Y'all just use such good music. So Thank that's you. what I was. And well, now that I know that you like. Spend hours. Yeah. Hours, <laughs> looking for it's like all these sound the same. I've, I, I've even gotten like a video finished and I've been like, Mm-mm, I don't <gasps> like this song. And I'll just put it, find a new song and re-edit. I'm put like, it, oh my I'm gosh. Yeah. I would be the same way though. Cause it's such a feeling like yes. if you don't feel it, it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Well, thank you for taking time. Yes, out thank you for chat having me. today. Tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, website, all that. Yes, my Instagram is Outland Period Stories. Um, and then Facebook's just Outland Stories. And I have a okay. website, outlandstories.com. Easy. Um, I've got a lot of my videos on my website, like of kind of my more like featured ones. If you want like a more extensive list, I am on Vimeo too. And that's kind of where I keep a lot of like my past videos that are yeah. not like on the website or on Instagram. Where does Outland Stories, where's the name come from? Uh, you know what? You I just couldn't liked even it. tell you. So I, when I started it, 
this is just me personally. Like this is not bashing anyone who does. I just, I wanted to sound legit, you know, like I didn't yeah. want to be like, at the time my name was working, like I didn't want to be like Reagan Web Videography, you know, like I didn't yeah. just want to have my name on it. Like I wanted to just sound like a company and I wanted mm-hmm. it to be like, I don't know, just like a thing. So that, yeah, I, just, I love it. I, I think found the perfect. name one night I was just like looking through words. And I, at the time I had just like lived in Montana for the summer. So I was like, had I had like an outdoorsy phase I went through. Yeah. So I was like, let's do that. And then it just kind of stuck. I don't know. I love it. And I love yeah. your branding. So you. congrats on all the success. Thanks. It's been so fun. Yeah. And if they have any questions, I guess they could reach out to us at the Prepared Bride Podcast on yeah. Instagram. We can yes. always answer or yes. you could DM. DM, okay. text, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank yeah. you. Thank you. I love L. James. So this was really fun. I appreciate you coming by. Thanks. And Josie, y'all, oh, our little girl. She's so cute. Love her. It's good to see you. Thanks.